a great honor. We're very happy for you to yes. uh, give us your time, even though yes. we're you know, 25 minutes late. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I, I'm excited and thrilled to be here, to be honest. Oh, yay. Oh, this is oh, going to be fun. It's going to be that fun. Is, yes. That is the perfect way to start off the episode. Yes. So five, <laughs> four, four, three, two, and what? one. What? I love a world in a song that we're singing. Extended season of the happy hour. Of course, it's such a long season because of COVID and the and the pause that we had in the NHL season and the and the uh, weird but exciting playoff format that we just got through. And this is the finale. And uh, I'm gonna just go right through everything. My name is David OJ. I'm at MetalDave02 on Twitter.com, <laughs> and I'm joined as always by Beth. Hi, I'm at H I V E R H U I T on Twitter. And Veronica. Yeah, I'm at C-H-I-L-E underscore Pepper on Twitter. And tonight, for our season finale, we have a very uh, unique uh, guest. And we're so, so happy that she was able to join us. It is Mrs. Superior Propane herself. (laughs) The mother of our beloved Nick Suzuki. We have Samantha Suzuki on the line. Samantha, Amanda. It's Amanda. Amanda, holy crap. Welcome, Amanda. Yes, welcome. Thank you very much. God. I I am thrilled to be here, and I'm glad I'm now Amanda, not Samantha. There we go. Tell me there's an Amanda Suzuki somewhere in the family. She's her. She's Amanda Amanda Suzuki. Dave, Dave is not having a good night. There's so much happening tonight, (laughs) and I'll explain later. But uh, yes, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Yes, my my pleasure, my pleasure. I didn't realize this is your finale. Oh, I'm really excited. I didn't either, finale. otherwise I would have told you. <laughs> yeah, we'll start well, next of... week. It'll be fine. Yeah. Well, so like we start said, a new so... season oh, every time there's a draft. So the draft oh, is okay. tomorrow, right? So yeah, yes, so this yes. is our season finale. Fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, So thrilled you kind could join of, us. Uh, yeah, and kind of an elegant segue into that, since everything's been so elegant thus far. Uh, <laughs> being, being a parent of an up-and-coming NHL superstar, yes. with the draft coming tomorrow, can you tell yes. us how you felt with how unique the draft was that Nick uh, Suzuki was drafted in with Las Vegas being his uh, pick Oh. What was it now? Two, three 13. years ago, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, twenty seventeen. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, that yep. must been. I, that must have been something. It, it feels like it was really just yesterday, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we all went to Chicago, and it was. I guess we just didn't know what to expect because it was our first time going to the draft, and we were sitting there, and it was just amazing to see out on the ice surface which is now concrete with all the different um nhl teams and their tables and all the buzz that was going around the arena and it was just 
amazing experience and sitting there with Nick and not knowing what to expect. I was just taking it all in and our phones were buzzing away with people saying, oh, we can see you on TV. And, <laughs> and my, my sisters were reaching out going, take the glasses off your head because I would, when I'm reading my text, I have to take my glasses off. <laughs> So I whipped those off my head and put them in my purse, and uh, I just sat there and didn't do anything silly to look silly on TV. But uh, yeah, we were just—I—I I, I guess I was still just shocked when his name was called, and all I heard was from the Owen Sound attack, and then I—I I remember wow. grabbing Nick's knee and going, <laughs> "Oh my God, that's you!" So. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, next probably <laughs> lots of tears, hugs. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. What so we're really excited. Yeah. And to go to the Vegas Nights, right? The first for sure. The yes. second pick of the Vegas Nights. And it was to see him in that jersey and walk across the stage and do all the interviews and uh like it just he I think he was in shock as well. Like just I saw him his little bit on Twitter the other day of him reminiscing of the uh his yeah. draft and when he says, I don't even remember walking up, the first thing I remember is shaking Gary's hand, you know. Yeah. The commissioner. And so it was, you know, it's great to see it from his eyes because I remember it because I don't remember everything once he passed crossed over the, the stage and disappeared. I that's all I remember. So yeah, it was it was an amazing mm-hmm. for both you and him, you probably go outside yourselves, right? Like it's you've been working towards this his whole life. Yeah. That's right. Since he was three years old when he yeah. put on his skates and not that we knew that's what he wanted to do when he was three years old, but <laughs> you know, he's been on he's been playing hockey since he was I think about three or four. Yeah. Wow. I I can't remember the age when he said that's what he wanted to do, but it was fairly young when he's like, I want to play in the NHL. Oh. So, yeah. Did, um, and did, I said, dream. Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. No, we just said, you know, you can make your dreams come true, right? So keep working yeah. hard and, you know, get your schooling in and, work hired on the ice and you'll, you know, you can make your dreams come true. And there he is. He did it. He did. He did. Um, Mm -hmm. did, did you, um, and Mr. Suzuki grow up watching or playing hockey? So my husband, Rob did. Um, Mm -hmm. I, in my family, we didn't do any sports. So when I married Rob and I knew Rob, he was very athletic. He did every sport. Um, you know, he was, you know, a typical jock kind of guy that uh, high school played football, hockey, soccer, everything. And uh, so I knew, I knew that our kids would be playing sports. So, and we had two boys. And so as soon as they could, they were on skates and or had a soccer ball kicking around or played a bit of baseball, lacrosse everything they had a, they dabbled in a little bit of different sports but uh their passion was hockey and soccer when they were little that's awesome 
Yeah, but I do say that he gets his hands from his mom. (laughs) Yeah, I gotta. (laughs) Yeah, so I like to throw in something to say that he got something from me, but uh, honestly, he probably got it all from my husband. (laughs) Well, and his choice of school, there was a big feature on his um, sort of, he, he had kind of like a creative schooling, and that's that uh, he yes. applied that to his hockey skills yes they both boys went to the Waldorf school here in London Ontario and there's a lot of Waldorf schools across the world and yeah. it's um it's got a great philosophy it's a German-based philosopher and uh it was all about creating yeah it's all about creativity from kindergarten all the way up to grade he could go to school went up to grade eight and it was very there was nothing like gender specific it was everything was gender neutral and they did art art was involved in every single subject and that's how they learned through pictures and drawings and songs and storytelling and a lot of it was about getting back into nature. They were outside a lot. They grew food in their gardens. They made snacks out of those food from the garden. Um, it was a beautiful school that they went to. And I truly believe that gave them the great foundation of the men that they are today. Because they learned how to adapt with every, every person, every living thing. So I truly believe they got a great foundation through the Waldorf School. Oh, I love to hear that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, my my son in high school had the same kind of experience, and it was kind of all just sort of they decided what subjects they wanted to learn and how they wanted to learn them. And they also had a garden outside, but that was in high school. And yeah. Amanda, our sons are a little bit, uh, doppelgangers. My son is about to turn 20, and whenever I post yeah. a photo of him on social media, they go, Is that Nick Suzuki? I'll send you a picture. Like, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so at, whenever That's I see amazing. Nick, whenever I see Nick speaking, um, he's he, he's so thoughtful and intelligent in, in how he expresses himself, and you can tell that he's um, just kind this kind of thoughtful, gentle soul. That's how it comes across to me. And um, yeah, it, I, I, I'm just, because we have sons about the same age, I kind of feel like I just have a different sort of perception of him and that he's, he's so impressive. And he's been so impressive to us as a podcast ever since he joined the Habs. We've dedicated many episodes to <laughs> Oh really? Oh yes. Yeah. Yes. He is, Gladly he so. is a very yeah, he's a very humble kid. Yeah. Um I find him to be a little bit like of an old soul. Um he's very he's a homebody. He likes he just likes to be around, you know, us or his girlfriend and you know, he just and he's just very kind and considerate and, yeah, very thoughtful. And, mm-hmm. you know, he's been, he knows that um, his dad and I, you know, sacrificed a lot 
and he's always yeah. looking to show us how glad, you know, how thankful he is that uh, we were the ones that were able to give him that. And, uh, and you know, but every parent wants to do what's best for, wants to give their child everything that they can, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what we did. We saw both of them, not just Nick, but Ryan also thriving in hockey and we wanted to give them every opportunity to succeed. So, and we had fun following them too. It wasn't just about them. We had great times and met great people, traveled everywhere with them. Um, we have friends all over North America and um, Europe. You know, we met fantastic people. And, you know, we're all still friends and stay connected even if we don't see each other that often now. Yeah. uh, Yeah, it's been an amazing ride with the two of them. And they're such mm -hmm. a joy to watch. They they truly are. are. I love them. Yeah. I love watching them both. Yeah. 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 It's so surreal to just turn on the TV and you go, oh, my God, there's my kid. It is uh, Canadian to your jersey. Wow, that's my kid. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Amazing, but he's earned it. He's done really well for himself and incredibly proud of him and yeah. uh, the work that they put through, put in, and what they have, what they've gone through to get to that point. Like every kid that has uh, made the NHL, it's a lot of work to get there. Yes. Yeah. It's a lot of hard work and sacrifice to get there. So. Yes, we always think that whenever um, you see fans getting down on these players, and I'm like, do you have any idea (laughs) what even the worst player in the NHL went through to get to make it there? Yeah, it is. Have a little respect. Yeah, it's hard to read the negative comments or the negative. It's really hard. Negativity. But again, it's their opinion, Um, you know. It's their on, wrong opinion. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's okay. You can you you can agree with us on this one. We're yeah. very, yeah. very appreciative <laughs> of our Habs players. Just yeah. the Habs players. If Nick was still a Golden Knight, uh, but thank God he's a Habs, so we can say. Yes. Well, thank God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no. We, we appreciate too. all players and yeah. Ryan as well. Yeah. Oh, right. Because, I mean, there yeah. are multiple, there are multiple Habs fans that I've seen online that have um talked about like what if the Habs got Ryan Suzuki too how amazing it would be yes um so it's I mean I don't think many Habs fans follow Carolina very closely but there are people who keep their eye on on Ryan as well and there are people outside of Carolina who are fans of both of your boys (laughs) yes and I mean wouldn't it be your a parent's dream come true to have kids on the same NHL yes. team and I know there has been but uh yeah that would be great yeah. if one day but um both <laughs> boys have had different journeys and I want them to take the journeys as they come you know if one day sure if they get uh, Ryan gets traded to Montreal that would be great but if he doesn't that's okay too yeah they each mm-hmm. they each have their own path to travel and uh, we'll follow them wherever they go. So that's, um, you know. Yeah. I thought uh, I was gonna. I thought I was gonna find a nice little place in Vegas. 
I was going to ask about that. Yeah. So yes. I have the I have the unique experience of um I, I live in New York and uh, my mother moved to Vegas for a job, I think yeah, again, uh, two or three uh, about three years ago. And I go visit her whenever the, whenever the Habs play and and one of the things that the first thought that came to mind when Beth mentioned, hey, we're going to have uh, Mrs. Suzuki on. I said, oh, I bet she was heartbroken when he got traded from Vegas <laughs> <You know? laughs> to Montreal. Now, Montreal, it's a hot. That is the hockey town. So if you're hockey people, it's a dream come true. Now, yeah. on the other foot, Vegas is Vegas. <laughs> That's a fun yeah. town and a lot yeah. of fun. So I, I was I, I wanted to uh, to ask you about the trade because it was a pretty big deal uh from the Habs perspective trading Max Pacioretty over you know the captain at the time to get this kid Nick Suzuki and Thomas Tatar and both players are they're paying dividends for the Habs at the moment so trade wise and business wise it was great for the Habs well I wanted to know you know what you thought hey you're going to be going to Canada enjoy (laughs) yeah well, you know, we live in Canada, so it was a, that was great. But we mm-hmm. were down in Vegas. That, we were down in Vegas uh, watching the rookie tournament when he got traded, and so we were we weren't um, we didn't even know this was going down. We had no wow. idea, and we were we had just watched the game. And we were literally across the arena that they were having the rookie tournament was right across from the Red Rock Inn where the kids were staying and the parents. So we went back across to the Red Rock Inn and uh, casino place and we were having drinks. My sister and my brother-in-law were there. We were making it a little, you know, week getaway, um, nice little, you know, little getaway for the four of us. And we're all sitting and having a snack and having some wine. And then Rob got a text from, uh, I I think it was from uh, one of the guys from the Vegas Golden Knights, like one of the fan followers um, Mm -hmm. had been texting Rob back and forth since, since Nick got drafted there. Anyway, he said, oh, I'm sorry to see that Nick will be leaving Vegas. And Rob's like, what? Oh my God. Then, <laughs> Jesus. And Rob's like, what does that mean? And then we saw on Twitter that Nick oh, had no. been traded to Montreal. And uh, so one of the Vegas, uh, I think one of the player personnel walked Nick across. Well, the GM told him that Nick had been traded and to pack up your stuff and um, you're going to Montreal now. So Nick packed up his stuff and, you know, he was 18 at the time. Oh my. You know, that's like, it's heartbreaking because yeah. he just got, he just got drafted here and, or maybe he was 19. Anyway, it doesn't matter. He, he was drafted and he, <laughs> he was, was so excited. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm sitting there, I was heartbroken. It was like we were broken up with. And mm-hmm. I took it like I was like heartbroken. I felt like we had just been jilted. By text message, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, right. Uh, yes. But so after the initial shock uh, and everything, so Nick got, Nick came by and met us back at the uh, restaurant and his former coach from Owen Sound, Ryan McGill, 
is was the assistant uh, coach for Vegas. And he was at the bar. He came over, sat down with us, you know, told Nick everything was going to be fine. Mm. He's a great oh. kid. If he needed anything, he would help us out. Um, he was just amazing, Ryan, just taking the time to come and sit with us and, you know, talk us through it all and say it was going to be a good, you know, everything will be fine. You know, it's just to get through the shock of it all. But and he was fantastic. Nick's um, agent was there. He sat us all down and we, you know, it was, it was great that we had everybody there around Nick to support him to get, to deal with the shock, I guess. Yeah. And yeah. then it was a blur after that. Like the next day, he and Thomas, not that Nick knew who Thomas was, but um, both of them were doing media calls and um, all of that first thing on, I think that was Monday morning. And then uh, he was in, we all left Vegas on the Wednesday and he flew to Montreal and joined uh, the camp there. And Amanda, so. you know that Thomas Tatar was a, a known entity in the NHL and to Habs fans and everything else. But the GM at the time of the trade said that Nick Suzuki was the big. He, yes. That, yes. He, you do know that, right? Yes, I do. Yes. Yeah. It was about Nick. Yeah. It was <laughs> about was Nick just and great. getting Nick. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, we all, you know, he was part of the package. It was a organizational decision. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he's, He's an up-and-comer, but he hadn't yet proved himself yet. So he just wanted to prove to the GM that he made the best decision possible. So, and I think Did he, he, ever? he showed it this year. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh for yeah. certainly so. Oh, my Lord. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's like he had that playoff run with the Storm in 2019. Yeah, that was amazing. It was how fans were glued to that. We... <laughs> Like I, th- I didn't, I'd never heard of the storm before because I am bad about junior hockey. But we were all like uh, watching streams, all on Twitter, watching that, and we were like, that that guy's that guy's on our team. We were so excited. And then this year with the Habs playoff run, he's like, I'm going to do it again. This is where I belong. Yeah. What was that? What was it like watching that for you this year? Watching him be in the NHL playoffs. I, I mean, again, like, I hate to use the word, but it's surreal. That yeah. just, like, I can't believe that he's doing what he did in junior hockey now at the NHL level. And, you know, some of the moves that he was making and, you know, you could see that he, he was giving 110% out there every single night. And sometimes it put, paid off and others it didn't. But uh, it's just... He, he gets down there and he digs deep and he'll do whatever he needs to do to get that win, you know, to help, help the team succeed. Just vision for his sure. vision. Yep. So it, it, it really is. We, I mean, we've said it um, on our previous episodes so many times, but it's just, <laughs> he just has a knack. He's somehow in the right place. And Philippe Dano uh, called him a uh, petit magicien. A little magician. Mm-hmm. A little yep. magician. That's what he is. <laughs> yeah, it's like you just 
you don't know what go like I just like what is going through your brain to yeah. think that you could get that puck through yeah. the legs of that person, through the legs of the other person, onto the stick of like galley or whoever is yeah. there and <laughs> to put it in the net. You know, like it just it just astounds me that it looks like second nature to him. It doesn't even look like effort. But yes. you know, he's thinking there he's thinking like three or four steps ahead of the play. And he's always done that. So has Ryan. Like they can read the play and make things happen through, you know, hundreds of little legs out there on the ice. Yeah. They can figure yeah. it out. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Such yeah. a joy to watch. It really is. Uh, um, it is a, it is fun to watch, watch them play. And it's just, just again, it's just uh, we're awestruck every time we watch him play. Yeah, that's incredible. <laughs> uh, speaking of the playoffs, uh, did you guys send uh, Carrie Price a bouquet after that one save? <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, that we that he saved his life. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I oh. was. I when I, I saw don't know shot, what Nick I was, was thinking. Like, I really oh don't know. No, <laughs> he almost sacrificed himself. I I thought he did in watching the game (laughs) live. I was like, Oh my God, that went off his helmet. Oh no. Like it it was just dread, (sighs) sudden chilling dread. And then he gets up and I'm like, Oh my God, I must've hit (laughs) the helmet just right. And then you see the replay and I'm like, Oh, dad's got him figured out. He's okay. Yeah. (laughs) Harry Harry was able to get his stick in front of it. And he just, it was like unbelievable. Like I'm like Nick, what were you thinking when you did that? And he's like, Oh, I just I needed to stop the puck, you know. But I said, But you ducked. <laughs> <laughs> but that was the oh. save. That was the save of the year. Yeah, I saw that on Twitter. I voted. <laughs> <laughs> I did too. Yeah, I voted yeah. for that too. Yeah. Yeah. It was very impressive. I was just, I was lucky his face didn't get hurt. Like nothing. Oh my goodness. I was like, oh, don't lose those teeth. I don't no. want you to lose any more. Oh. Don't lose those Has teeth. he lost teeth before? No. Oh, okay. No. Okay. No. Oh boy. Wait a second. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yes. Him. Him and Yasmeri have really nice smiles. Yes, and they do. If they, I mean, like I know it's it comes with the job, but them losing their teeth would make me sad. Yes, it would make me very sad. Yes. Yes. Oh. Yeah, I don't want to think about it. Yeah, his dad's a dentist, so. Oh, to get them fixed, but we don't oh, really man. want to go that way. No, you guys got all the bases covered. <laughs> we have a lot of connections in the dental world, so we would yeah. be okay. But um, those teeth are, you know, they didn't have to have braces or anything. Wow! So wow! They, oh, wow! Yeah. So they did well with their teeth. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like somebody else on the Habs, their dad is a dentist. Who oh, is, is there? 
Hmm. Well, that's a good trivia question. Um, yeah, that is a good trivia like question. That's a thing. Well, somebody, so a listener is probably yelling at us right now. Yeah. Yeah, one of the guys that knows this is like, come on, guys. <laughs> I don't Everyone know. We're going to get Thomas Tatar's dad is a dentist. Like, I don't know if that's him. <laughs> Could you imagine? Yeah, I don't, I don't um, remember. I feel like it's a thing, though. Oh, I don't recall. I don't know. Let's no. see, what else do we have here? Okay, so oh, let's, lots. um, we have some fun <laughs> questions, I think. So we're going to, we're going to okay. put both Nick and Ryan on the spot here. Which okay. son uh, <laughs> seems to miss you more and visits home the most? Um, I probably would say Nick. Oh. And I'm, and I wouldn't say that he, well. I think both of the boys miss me and their dad, but uh, I think Nick would, I think Nick would say that he misses us more. Oh. Ryan's very yeah. social, so he likes to do his little social stuff. And right. Nick is more of a home, Nick's more of a homebody. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. And does he have his own place or does he stay with you guys in the off season? In the off season, he stays with us. Yeah. Aww. So I have both I have both of them home with me since March. Oh wonderful. Now I mean Nick did I mean Nick went to the bubble and Ryan actually went down to Carolina for a month. Um yeah. but uh for the most part they've been back home with us, which is I have never had uh them home um in October in so long. Like I can't right. remember the last time. I've had them here um, with us this long. So it's been great. It's like we're reconnecting as a family again and getting to know them again, like as young adults. Yeah. It's been That's great. Awesome. I'm so happy to have you. What an unexpected nicety, as you know, as terrible yeah. as uh, things are uh, with yeah. COVID and the pandemic. So at least there's a nice bit uh, to that. Uh, though you just brought up something, uh, again, another interesting aspect of this all, uh, the Habs, uh, m- you know, come into the, the play-in round by the skin of their teeth, and mm-hmm. Nick has to go to the bubble. What did you think about that as a parent, uh, with, you know, having your son having to isolate like that and everything? And how, and how did you guys uh, communicate? I was impressed how well it went and yes. how secure... Um, <laughs> like they were really serious about making sure that once you're in the bubble, you're staying in the bubble and there's nobody getting into the bubble, you know, and Mm -hmm. after the first couple of weeks without any kind of um, outbreak or, um, you know, COVID related issue, I, I was impressed. I was, I was incredibly impressed with how they organized both Toronto and Edmonton and that the guys actually dig deep and stuff because that is a long time to be away from your family and I know a lot of them have wives and babies and kids at home and it's a lot of sacrifice to leave them behind and go off to do your job and uh, I do admire the the families that you know had to sacrifice all of that but in yeah. the end, I think it's, you know, it was per- the best way to do it and mm-hmm. to, you know, and give us the fans the opportunity to watch the, the Stanley Cup playoffs. 
Like it was just outstanding. I thought they did a fabulous job. Agreed. And, yeah, you know, we were. You know. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, and Nick. Nick would call. You know, we would call him every couple of days, and I didn't want it. We didn't want to interrupt the the flow. You know, the mojo, and mm. but we would text. We would text every day and give him a call every couple of days, and he kept in touch with Ryan. And of course, Nick and his girlfriend, Caitlin, were always in contact. So, and he had his Tim Hortons truck out there in the bubble <laughs> land. So he was like, he was like in heaven because he could get his Tim Hortons every single day. What's his go-to? Uh, ice caps. The ice caps. Nice. Oh, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yep, he. <laughs> I unfortunately got him into the bad habit of the Tim Hortons, going to Tim Hortons every day since he was um, a little a little munchkin. Because I would I would always have to go to Tim Hortons for my morning coffee tea, and I would always give him I would always get him a, a Timbit. And he could point out every Tim Hortons anywhere in the city we were at. If he saw Tim Hortons and he wanted a bit, I oh want a bit. Like he, was, like he would just point at Tim Hortons and say, bit, bit, bit. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then, and then, see, I'm telling stories now. And then uh, when he was Keep older, older I, yeah. um, I introduced him to the ice cap, ice cap. <laughs> and I probably shouldn't have done that at such an early age, but <laughs> I, I did. <laughs> oh, we love, we got a scoop, yeah. you guys. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to write that one down. <laughs> Insider. <laughs> Insider um, information. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So, and then... Uh, and as we said, with the uh, with the NHL handling um, the playoff format so well, um, you know, it was it was a big worry uh, that because we at the time, if I'm remembering correctly, uh, Major League Baseball had started up, but there was big outbreaks with that. Um, there were questions about whether or not football would start, and we've seen now in more recent days how uh, you know they're letting people into stadiums, and there's like a few uh, cases here and there, but with the NHL, there was not a single case of COVID from start to finish in the playoff format. And that was really, really something in it. Um, this is kind of beyond uh, what we're talking about, but it makes you wonder how uh, next season will go. But to wheel back to the playoffs, uh, Nick Suzuki tied for first in points on the Habs coming out of the playoffs, tied with a uh, Jonathan Drouin, you know, another uh, big time player for the Habs. And, uh, He's also tied in the lead for goals scored during that time. So, I mean, if there was a, a time to impress, and since and we've been hearing from you uh, the story of, um, you know, the mentality that makes, uh, you know, uh, Nick Suzuki so impressive, it's just, it's, it's, it's more evidence to the fact that Nick knows what he's doing, and he's a big credit to the team. And uh, it's just, it's very impressive, and we're very happy for him and you guys. Yeah, the family in yes. general. He did, he did outstanding. He's a team player, and um, he loves the guys on the team. He loves playing with whoever's whatever line he's on. He loves, he just loves being out there on the ice. So every opportunity he can be put on the ice and playing with whoever, he's he's happy. 
That's right. something that we've mentioned before. It's really evident. Um, obviously, you are you are aware of what a passionate, um, contrarian fan base we are. And on Twitter or you oh, know, yeah. online on social media, you'll see everybody freaking out about who is playing with Nick and who they've got with Nick and what, what's going on. And we always say, Nick doesn't care. He's going to make them all better. He doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yep. He, he, he picks up little tidbits from each and every single one of those players that he plays yeah. with. And he, he watches them. And when they practice, he, he understands how they play and he, I think he adapts to how other people around him play so that he can work with them. Like mm-hmm. he can play with them. Um, you know, he's, you know, he moved, he started on the fourth line, then he was up to the third line and then he got, you know, he sat there, I think at the second or the third line for the mo- most of the season and then he got the opportunity to play on the first line for a little bit. Yeah. And, but it just showed he's versatile, right? He can and play, he can play center and he can play wing. So again, he just wants to be out on the ice. So it doesn't matter. He just wants to be out there playing. And it's evident in also in his observations in post-game shows and pre-game shows about whatever line he's going to play on. I mean, a lot of people are kind of, you know, don't sort of really pay attention to what hockey players say because they think that they're just saying, you know, just like the canned lines, quote unquote. But Nick doesn't have canned lines. I love listening to him. You tell him I said that. I will. I'll tell him that. Yeah. I will tell him that. Mm -hmm. No, I think he just speaks. From yeah. you know, he just speaks the truth, and uh, and he also learned a lot. And um, he'll he'll replay plays that he just did. He'll sit down um, on the bench and he'll replay plays, and he'll go, "Oh, I probably shouldn't have done that." And he knows mm-hmm. what he does wrong, and he he's the first to admit it that you know I probably shouldn't have done that, or you know, he made mm-hmm. some oopsie daisies at the beginning of the season, but. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just, just learning. a learning process. Yeah. 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 Wow. There's, um, I think I got a good question, actually, come think of it, because this was a unique opportunity uh, for Nick and the, the Habs in general. Uh, and I believe it's because Nick got to play with him a bit. When Ilya Kovalchuk became oh. a Hab, was that a big deal for Nick? I think it, I think he left a huge impression on Nick. Um, mm-hmm. I think uh, he was a little starstruck with him and uh, was in awe of him and learned a lot from him. And I think he was really sad when he got traded. Mm-hmm. We yeah. were big fans of Ilya Kovalchuk. Oh, was, yeah, um, sure. Yeah. I remember when, when, Oh my God! I was sitting at work when we went to work, um, and the, the the news broke that we got Ilya Kovalchuk for league minimum. I said, oh, "How fun is that?" And it was it was a great joy. And I mean, I think I can speak for Veronica and Beth that uh, yeah, yes. when he was traded away, of course yes. it made sense. But it was also like, come on, 
it's so yeah. rare that the Habs nowadays um, have like a superstar that's scoring goals as opposed to one saving goals. So I was just I was just curious about that because I, I recall that particular overtime against the Leafs. Uh, yes. Suzuki with the shot, it's a rebound, but then uh, Kovalchuk uh, buried it. And I just remember, um, oh, and I think he was also on the ice for, for uh, Suzuki's first NHL goal. And he just bear hugged him. I was like, oh, that <laughs> yeah. was so much fun. <laughs> You know, there was a lot of guys this year that were probably like a mentor to Nick. You know, Ilya was probably one of them, and Nate Thompson was another. And I'm sure there was more, but those are the two that kind of stand out for me uh, for this year. And and Nate spent a lot of time with Nick and showing him, you know, the ropes. And, you know, he's got such a big personality, and he is a – he looks like a great guy, and um, I got to meet him briefly before he got traded, and he was such oh, a lovely yeah. person. Yeah. And I never, I never got to meet Ilya before he left, but I know that Nick shared a few stories with us about him and what a great person he was, and um, you know, and it's great that these people are coming into his life, and you know, he learns a few lessons from each of them. So he's growing every day. So it's it's great. Even though he was only a short little spurt with him, um, I think Nick uh, learned a lot from him. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, he seems. Like mm-hmm. You go, Beth. I was just gonna. He seems like the the sort of person that recognizes an opportunity and makes the most of it. Exactly. Yeah. And what I was going to say is I think that the the GM, that, that's kind of something that he's trying to, um, he's been designing over the past few years is to have a kind of atmosphere like that where there are a lot of mentors in the room for kids like Nick, kids like uh, Yasperi, and um, to just feel that they've got somebody who can show them around and embraces them and, you know, takes them in or whatever it is. Exactly. And that's what you hope for is that when you're sending your 18 year old, 19 year old, 20 year old into those locker rooms, that there's guys in the room that will say, you know, I'm going to be your, your guy, or I'm going to be your, you know, I'm going to take you under my wing and show you the ropes here. And, you know, and I think there, there's somebody for everybody in the room. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I was just thankful that, he, Nick had not only one or two, but as the year went on, like I'm sure all of them all become very close because you're doing everything together. You know, you're going here, there, lots of team dinners and flying here, flying there. It's like, it's a big bonding brotherhood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's nice to feel safe. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We have more questions. Of course we do. <laughs> do, you have more, do. Do you have more time? <laughs> I got lots of time. I can talk about my kids all day long. Oh, good. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's easy. <laughs> Love it. So since we're, uh, just to get this question out of the way, but it is, it is a very important question. It's been a point of contention, I think, among uh, Beth and Veronica and I okay. uh, numerous times on or off the <laughs> podcast, but we have, to, we have to get the final result from you. Um, have you met the Petrie family? 
Yes, I have. <gasps> okay, so this is the question. <laughs> who, who is your favorite Petri, and it can't be Jeff? <laughs> oh, how can you ask me that question? <laughs> this is why we have a problem. <laughs> oh, well, I can tell you that uh, our first um, visit down to the family lounge, and uh, we were, you know, we were brand new. I think it was our first time to Montreal. We, we were just sitting in awe, and the first person that spoke to us was Julie Petrie. Oh. And she had just had, she had just had the baby and, uh, um, and then Boyd and Boyd and Barrett, uh, were just running around (laughs) and I have to say all of them, like, I love them all. Like she was so sweet and, um, said, Oh, I'm Julie Petrie. And at that point in time, I wasn't familiar with everybody on the team and I'm like, oh great you know great and then you get to know <laughs> oh she's Jeff Petrie's wife and these are the little kids they were adorable adorable I love them all <laughs> well that's, and, and that's usually... so I don't have I do not have a favorite Petrie but <laughs> I, I have to say that um Julie's lovely she was very warm and inviting um you know, and she's like, oh, you're Nick Suzuki's parent. He's so young. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my gosh. You know, and anyway, so I'll, I love the Petrie family is wonderful. And obviously, you know who Boyd's favorite player is. Yeah. Oh, I know. He loves Nick Suzuki. Yeah. Well, you know, we all love Boyd, too. Oh, what a character. So, oh, and we were yeah. good to see that Jeff resigned and uh, we get oh, yes. more oh. of the, the Petrie boys growing up. It's going to be a pleasure watching them. They're, they're oh, little so characters, fun. I tell you. Yeah. Such a little character. I can only imagine all the world of support to Julie because she's going to have her yes. hands full. <laughs> yeah. For a long time. Three, little, three yeah. of them. Oh, boy. Three yeah. little munchkins. Yeah, and they're all yes. adorable. All yes. adorable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She has three little beautiful boys. And such characters. Oh my. Yeah. Such yeah. personalities. Yeah. Oh, great personalities. It's great to see that. <laughs> yep. Uh, oh. Um what are some of Nick's favorite things? Aside from Aside the talking. Uh, and hockey. Hockey. <laughs> um, and ice caps. Thrown, yeah. Ice caps. Yeah, I would have said ice caps. Were his favorite <laughs> thing, but, um, he loves golf. He, um, he's been out playing more golf this year than ever before. And it's been great to see that uh, Ryan and he have been going out and golfing a lot together. They've had a lot of brotherly bonding this summer. Um, he oh, loves playing his NHL PS4 games. I don't know how they can spend that much time video <laughs> gaming, but they they do. I can, I can explain um, it, but okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like I don't, I don't get it. I really don't. Um, <laughs> but anyway, and uh, I think that you know he loves uh, getting out and 
uh, socializing and, you know, he's got, I think really it's just his getting out there with his buddies and hanging out. Um, he took a bunch of his buddies up to Montreal just a couple of weeks ago and showed them around Montreal and took them out to different restaurants and had a great week showing them around and showing them off. So it was nice. Like he likes to do that. Great. So, and Montreal. What restaurants do you think? Beautiful city. Oh my <laughs> word. Oh, it is beautiful city. Beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like what, what restaurants would he have shown them? He, he loves La Medusa. Okay. Um, oh, and okay. I, and there's a, there's a nice steakhouse there too. Um, I can't mm. recall the name of that. Oh, um, um I know I'm t- it's on the tip of my tongue. Yeah. Um, it's something with a horse, something, uh, Le Cheval? <laughs> 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 I can't remember. Long. That's horrible, but it was a beautiful restaurant beautiful steakhouse and uh, he took us there Um, probably the first time Le Cue de Cheval I think so that's it (laughs) not the place I was thinking but good oh I love a good steakhouse and and (laughs) I think it's La Medusa was La Medusa Mm -hmm. it's a great Mm -hmm. Italian restaurant there I think uh, Nick and Galley um Sent some of the food over to the hospital from there nice. uh, during the beginning oh, of COVID. There, oh, yeah, the the ownership is amazing there. They love Nick. Uh, they spoil him rotten when he goes in there to eat. That's why you. Like yeah, <laughs> the, the entire city of Montreal loves Nick. <laughs> yeah, be real. Yeah, well, I don't think he gets recognized that much yet but eventually he will I think so but he certainly loves uh, going out to the different restaurants and um, I think he and he took us to a restaurant um, that Ilya took him took him and the team to um, and it's a Portuguese restaurant again the name the name um, escapes me but um, Ilya recommended this place, and so Nick took Rob and I there. Um, the man. one of the times we were in Montreal too. Ilya, Renaissance man, amazing. that guy. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's so, very hard to find a bad place to eat in Montreal. I've sure. never, yeah. I've never had a bad meal in Montreal. Me either. Mm-mm. Never. Yep, yep. Mm. And, and it doesn't mean but, if it's like a cheap place or like a high end place either. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's uh, I I haven't spent a lot of time there, but uh, and the only time I've been up there is to watch Nick play. But we haven't spent a whole lot of time there. But I do want to spend a few weeks. I was hoping to get up there this summer to spend oh, yes. some time up in in Montreal, but with COVID, just that just hasn't been possible. But uh, maybe next summer um, I can get up there for three four weeks and just you know, take it, you know, take tours around and get familiar with the landscape there and uh, get more comfortable around the city. There's just so much, there's so much history there and so much to see and eat. (laughs) That's the best part. (laughs) Yeah. 
Um, has um, have you or Nick considered uh, doing some French immersion? I know that would be a big boon to people in Montreal because they would just coddle <laughs> the poor kid once he once I he spits would, out a little bit of I, French. <laughs> I would love Nick to do that. Um, we've been kind of poking and prodding him to to get on that and maybe to learn a few phrases. To mm-hmm. um, and he will. He just. Uh, you know, all in good time, I guess, and he will do it. And um, yeah, we've been trying to say, hey, why don't you take a couple of online courses on basic French? Or there's lots. We have lots of friends that are bilingual that would help him too. So he just oh, needs fantastic. to take. Yeah, he needs to just take somebody up on that offer to uh, teach him a few things. Maybe Paul Byron can help him out. Paul Byron. Yeah. <laughs> Paul Byron has fantastic but Franglish. He has, oh. he has Franglish, which he does, is, he is a, a such incredible thing. Franglish. We um, love Paul Byron. He just but his, my, his my son, Amanda, he um, took a course in grades, both grades 11 and 12, um, on Rosetta Stone. Yes. It's, it's really, it, it was fascinating to watch because he started out with a zero and so what they do is they just play you the like they they show you the phrase in writing but you hear it too and so that's what right. i would say to my son is don't read it repeat what you're hearing because you know so you you know what it what it reads like you know what it looks like as a sentence but it it sounds different and so i think that that's a big challenge for people when they're learning and that's what was really yeah. cool about rosetta stone so just a suggestion. Yeah, well, we were also um, told to maybe look at Babel is another yes, good one. as well. Mm-hmm. So, but, you know, maybe that's something I can, you know, I'll just nudge him a little bit more and say, <laughs> why don't you get that? Start doing that <laughs> on that, you know. Instead it's, of video it's games, really fun. Why don't you do Rosetta? Exactly. Rosetta? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We'll, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Montreal would love him even more. I know. Oh, my God. I know. They would go. They would go. Yeah. Banana- uh, They'd go crazy. Absolutely not. They would. <laughs> totally would. If he can say something without a note card, oh, buddy. It'd be, it'd, be, it'd be really something. So we've been talking about Nick the entire time, essentially, and Ryan, of course. Um, what are some of your favorite things? Not even hockey-related sports. What What do you like to do? What do I actually? I love just watching my kids play hockey. I I That's love such reading. Such a mom answer. I know, isn't it such a mom answer? <laughs> but I mean, Dave, if they were your kids, exactly. Love, we love watching them play. We do too. Yeah. Oh, they're at the rink. I, I mean, do. I can do something else. I know where they are. <laughs> <laughs> so what? What? Um, have you read anything uh, lately that you've really liked? Not lately. I just have, I haven't had the, normally most summers I sit in my backyard and I read about two or three, four books, but I really haven't had a chance this, um, this year, but, uh, I'm, you know, I like those mysteries and, uh, lawyer type books and Mm. crimes and all that kind of stuff. So yes, I'm more of that, more of that kind of a book reader. Um, mm-hmm. my girlfriend just bought me, it's called the second wife. So Ooh. I'm looking to, Uh-oh. yeah, 
Yeah. Who's that by? <laughs> um, her name is Rebecca Fleet. Rebecca Fleet. Okay. Yeah, so I don't know what it's about. She just picked it up for me and thought I would like it. So we'll see how that goes. Do you like, yeah. I know that you like crime and that kind of thing, but um, there's an author by the name of Jennifer Weiner. Do you know who she is? Okay. No. She is enjoyable. That okay. she is, a, she, she has, um, she's really clever, really funny. And, um, you know, like it, it's, it's all fiction, like girlfriend stories or I, I really enjoy her. And I picked up one of her books because I usually only read nonfiction and I've had enough of nonfiction. I've had enough reality for a while. Yeah. I picked up, <laughs> you know what all? I mean? <laughs> yes. Oh my God. <laughs> so I picked her up and I, I I started reading her, but um, I put it down, but I'm really looking forward to picking it back up because she is a very fun read. I recommend her. Okay. Well, that sounds good. Yeah. (laughs) Fantastic. Yeah. I I have a variety of uh, favorite kind of authors and I just, if the story kind of grabs me, I'll, I'll read it. Like I don't have like one that I have to read all the time, but if, the kind of the storyline grabs me. I'm like, sure, I'll try it. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I and usually, I'm a golf, I, usually pick- I love golfing too. Oh, yes. Oh, good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Golfing is fun. Do you golf? Who do you golf with? I usually go out with a bunch of my girlfriends. Oh, fun. And, That's uh, awesome. Yeah. Oh, boy. Now, That's a party. Yeah. That is a party <laughs> with the. Yeah, they, we all just go for nine holes and then, you know, have a drink afterwards on the patio and then, you know, off we go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want, we wanted to get out with the four of us to go golfing, but that just never happened. Um, now the weather's kind of turning. Mm-hmm. So we'll make sure we get doing that next year. Right. How is it right now in, in London? It's uh, chilly. The tur- the leaves are turning, you know, that beautiful orangey red color now, yeah. and the chill is in the air. But then you've got the nice sunny afternoons. It warms up in the afternoon, and the nights are short. Like I think the the uh, sun goes down here. It gets dark by seven o'clock, seven thirty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm out in Vancouver and it's 6:30 here now and we're a little smoky from the California fires. Oh, but right from the fires, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it is like waking up in the morning and it's like dark now when I get up and yeah, kind of cold, you know, wearing sweaters. Yeah, and, and the and the clocks go back this this uh, weekend, don't they? Is it this weekend? Yep, I believe oh, I, so. I thought it was, or is uh, it was next- Halloween. Is it well, Halloween? They, yeah, they move it around oh, all the time. Okay. Oh, it used that, to be the beginning of October. Like October 31st, November 1st. It's Thanksgiving on morning. Monday. Oh, right. Yeah, it is Thanksgiving oh, on Monday. Yeah. It, yeah. Um, it is It is November 1st this year. So at okay. 2 a.m. on November 1st, we we fall back. That's why this was oh, supposed to be the best hour. Halloween. Man. Yeah. <laughs> I love falling back. Yeah. Yeah. It's very confusing for my dog, though. Oh. 
when it's meal time, like 6 p.m. every day, and whenever the clocks change, she's it kind of like throws everybody out of whack. Throws everybody out of whack. But it's nice to have that extra hour of sleep. True. Mm-hmm. Certainly is. Now we've uh we've had you on for a good amount of time, close to an hour now. Um, now we would love to keep you all night. But we shouldn't keep you all night. So, um, Beth we won't and do that. Veronica, do you have um, do you have anything uh, last minute things for uh, Mrs. Suzuki? My thank last you. minute thing, okay. Amanda. Thank you so much for joining us on your first ever podcast. We yes. this has been such a delight. <laughs> when Just we um, incredible. We were actually talking about you. We were talking about Nick, and we were talking about um, you on our last podcast or two podcasts ago and um beth noticed you know hey we can reach out to her so thank you so much for joining us this has been such a delight oh you're welcome and thanks for inviting me i'm uh it was my first podcast and it was so exciting (laughs) (laughs) good it was very exciting for us to believe us we were very very happy i'm so sorry for being late i'm so sorry not a name right I just nailed it. <laughs> Step one, two, and three, nailed all of them. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> well, if one thing goes wrong, everything goes wrong, right? So no worries. Exactly. That's the, just roll yeah. with it. There's my life just right there. Thanks, it. everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, but uh, Beth, do you have anything? I just want to say thank you so much for being on with us. And I just wanted to ask if you have anything you want to say to the Habs fans. Go Habs, go for next That's year. Right. We're gonna, we're gonna get, we're gonna win more. We're gonna make it to the next uh, Stanley Cup final. Yes. And uh, I have oh, great boy. hopes for tomorrow night on the draft that yes. uh, Montreal is gonna pick up some great picks. And uh, so excited for the next year to start. Absolutely. Same here. Words out of our mouths. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much. And uh, thank, you. thank you for Be having in me. Touch some other time. Thank you. Have yeah. yourself a good night. <laughs> it was a pleasure. <laughs> thank you very much, guys. Thanks, Amanda. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye, bye guys. Bye. We did it. And we she's did gone. Did it? Oh my gosh, that was so fun. Oh my god. So fun. She's good amazing. job, everybody. I am so happy I got her name wrong. <laughs> Please tell me there's an Amanda Suzuki in your family. <laughs> She's Amanda. Wait, are, you Ama- are you Amanda Suzuki? Who's Samantha? Did I say Samantha? You said Samantha when you introduced her. Nailed it. Okay. Nailed it. Fans, listeners. The reason I was so out of whack today is oh, that um, we had to start like at 20 minutes, a half hour late because all of this audio equipment I have in my studio and I'm still staring at it. It's all on, but none of it's working. So I was, um, I had a big freak out right Melt before we were down. supposed to get a call <laughs> from Suzuki's mom. And it's like, this is a guest, you know, it was such a, and then such she a calls and you're like, nothing's working. Nothing's working. Can you call back, man? Thank you. <laughs> I wasn't like that, of course. But uh, no, of yeah, course so I was, uh, I was very upset. So I'm actually a little worried about um, editing because I don't think I can yeah. edit stuff 
if none of my sound stuff is working. So I'm this might be a late episode. So we'll see. Oh, Dave. Thanks uh, for all that you do. Well, you know, it's a pain in the ass, and it was never a pain in the ass until I moved into the studio. So here we are. You try to do something good for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh yeah. Yeah. not working very well. No. I'm going to rip this motherboard out of this computer tower and throw it into the street and buy a new one, I think. I think that's the problem. I really don't know. Well, I'll figure it out. Um, either way, uh, tomorrow's the draft, everybody. Uh, oh my did, god. Uh, have all I have that to much, work. Um, info oh no. To talk about it and whatnot. But next week we will of course go over all the draft stuff. And uh, the thing is, we would have gone through draft stuff today, but we had Nick Suzuki's mom on. Samantha, Amanda, Amanda Suzuki. <laughs> and also, Mark spoke today. Yes, he did. Oh, yeah. What did he say? Not Nothing, really. Apparently. <laughs> he looked I didn't even know. listen, but he, he never has anything. Like, what's he going to say? True. He's going to tell us yeah. everything he's going like, to do? I am did you see Grant McCaig's tweet? Oh, yeah, exactly. That was very like, funny. Yes. Why don't we even listen to this stuff anymore? <laughs> no, he said. He said Mark Bridgman is speaking today, and the draft is tomorrow. So expect him to tell us who his picks are and who he's going to trade. Like, no. <laughs> so, but the big thing to watch for, and that's still kind of in play based on rumors and blah blah blah, is are we going to trade the 16th pick? We don't know. And it's well, be apparently, exciting to find I did out. find out that Mark Bridgman said there. Hasn't been a lot of interest, but take that for what it's worth. Like he's going to because anything can happen. Expect the unexpected. Exactly. Expect the unexpected. Expect it. I just want to know how many phones he's going to have tomorrow because it's a virtual draft. So like, just like how many cell phones is he going to have on his desk to field calls from different GMs? I'm sure they got it figured out because um, as a player said in the bubble, the Habs have deep pockets because they got wraps yeah. every practice. They got wrap. I would like a wrap. I wonder what team that was. I bet it was the Hurricanes. The but Hurricanes. Still, like... <laughs> because, what do you mean all he got is coffee? Look at the Habs. They have like a four-course meal. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I think that's it. Uh, we're a bit over time. And, um, wow, that was really cool. Yeah, that was really that cool. Was that was fun. really cool. That was you know what the thing fun. is? Uh, Nick and Ryan were in that house, and I didn't have the courage to say, get Nick on. <laughs> I know. Can you just come say hello? No. Like, no. I was going to say, can you get him to the phone? Like, can yeah. You, can, you, can, you, can you bring him to us, please? Please. We would, like, say... we would like to have a word. PS Network. He'll probably listen, is. though. He'll oh, listen. Oh, for sure. I hope like, my mom's mom. on the show. On a podcast? For sure. Uh, boy, Hi, Nick. This is, uh... Hi, Nick. Hi, Nick. We adore fans. you. And we adore mom. you, as you know by now. Uh, long-time listeners, first Don't time worry, callers. we're not stalkers. We're just admirers. We're just super fans. We're not going to yeah. do anything yeah. weird. No, we're don't worry say about hey us. from across the street really loud. <laughs> Socially distant. <laughs> we'll just be like, I love Nick Suzuki. <laughs> Oh, my God. She had a heart attack when we asked him about the voids. Oh, my God. She's like, you're making me choose? I'm on the air. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, that's why it was a perfect question. I knew it. Yeah, that's a perfect one. question. Yes. That's it. I just, uh, I can't I believe did. that they're playing NHL. Like, the new NHL has that whole, like, be the player thing where you go through the whole, like, joining the NHL. And I'm like, you already did that in real life. 
I wonder if they're still playing last year's, though. Oh, true. Yeah. There are a lot of them. I don't know. Uh, anyway, um, we gotta go. Okay, bye. Bye. Okay, we gotta go. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.